Welcome back to the Apostolic Spark. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our past two episodes. You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Red Circle, also our website. Last week, we talked about what the call of God is. This week, we'll be talking about answering the call. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Apostolic Spark. Welcome back. How's it going, guys? Thank you for everybody who has watched, sorry, listened to our past two episodes. Thank you. It has been awesome. We are nearing 160 downloads, which Woo-hoo. is amazing. It's actually really sick. Like, yeah. I did not think that we were going to get this far. Between two episodes, too. That's Yeah, like, that's really good. It's not even like it's like one episode with like a lot. It's just, mm-hmm. just between two, we're at 150. It's insane. So again, I want to thank you guys for that so much. Continue to support. Continue to share it across social media. And check out our Instagram, our Facebook our Twitter, we post daily on there. So I want to thank you guys for the support. And Tyler's going to kickstart us with something special for you guys. So, Tyler? I, I don't know if it's exactly special, but it's, I mean, it has to do with the topic-ish. Well, I, yeah, I, I it does. Like you know, it's special. I think it's good. You know, it's um, good for everyone. Well, it's kind of a, like, more of a sensitive topic. Uh, more more personal. Yeah, because you know. really I'm going to be kind of talking uh, briefly about my uh, testimony. And mm-hmm. if you ask anybody, anybody, it's hard for people to talk about their testimony because, you know, a testimony really is like you're kind of going through some stuff, kind of get thrown around a lot, and then, you know, yeah, you it's your, end up. Yeah, it's your journey. Yeah. <clears throat> A lot of us have some testimonies that are difficult to speak about. And I hate to start off on a somber note, but the Bible does say that we have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So this is needed. I will be speaking my own testimony in the future. But now this is this is really needed. I think it'll uh, help everybody listening. So uh, if we'll just give him a few moments before we dive deep into the topic of answering the call. And I'll just leave it to you. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> when I was, uh, I'd say, 2015-ish, I was kind of going through... Well, 2015 for me was just a really bad year. Um, I know some people, like, that was a really good year, but uh, a lot of things happened that year. Broke my arm. My grandpa my grandpa on my mom's side passed away. Um, I mean... We had a youth congress, which was pretty cool, um, but it was just, in, in total, it was just a bad year, and it started me um, backsliding, and um, <clears throat> I grew up my whole life in church, and, you know, I was like, I had that thought of, like, oh, I'm never going to backslide. I'm, I'm not. I'm strong enough. I'm not going to backslide, but I kind of realized that um, that it's very easy to backslide, and... Um, I kind of started backsliding, started coming less to church, um, kind of just didn't feel like I was, you know, nobody nobody cared about me, nobody wanted to hang out with me, nobody wanted to take the time out of their day to text me and see how I'm doing or anything like that. Like, I was kind of dealing with some depression and stuff, but it wasn't 
like some people, like, you know, it wasn't major, but it was some, like, I just don't feel like people just care to have me around. Mm-hmm. And um, I was hanging out with some new friends who weren't in church, and um, I started going to uh, our community college every, I think it was every Monday and Wednesday night, and uh, I'd play volleyball with them. I actually got really good at volleyball, so something did, good did come out of that. I got really sick at volleyball. Um a lot of people will say I didn't, but they just haven't seen my, you know, whatever. Anyways, so I was hanging out with them, and they actually made me feel like I was wanted, and that kind of, that kind of bothered me a little bit, because it, in the church, you're supposed to make everybody feel like they're supposed to be there. Like, we talk about the church family a lot, and there's one thing I felt when I was backsliding, I didn't feel like I was part of that family. I felt like I was just distant i was even you, you know what yeah, i mean you were growing you were growing distant from god but also from god's people yeah because i just didn't because none of them made me feel like i was wanted like there was there was a lot of complications i don't really want to get into it but um so i started kind of diving deeper uh it was the end of i think it was the end of 2015 i was kind of just fully starting to get out of church and uh i was only really going on a sunday because that was uh my parents rule in the house. They're like, we don't care if you go on a Wednesday or to any rallies or anything like that. Just if you come on a Sunday, I, that's it. That's all we can ask of you. And I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll do that. But I didn't care to be there. I didn't care about any of that. I was, um, I was hanging out with my, my other friends a lot more. I was, I was, uh, I was uh, talking like them, making jokes. I was cussing. I, I never drank. I never smoked. Never did any of that. Happy I didn't because my will was very strong when it came to that. I said I would still never do that, and I never will. Um, but I'd say about between 2016 and 2017, um, I actually went to um, school. I actually went to Specs Howard, and that's how I got my degree and ironically enough I didn't realize that at the time like I said last week God kind of groomed me for my calling and I didn't even realize it and that's when I met my friend Todd um 20 I don't know, was it 2016 2016 I started having some kind of like I was gonna come back and stuff but I wasn't like you know sure Taipei wasn't even there yet um a lot of things were still going on in my life and um I started to uh, kind of just slip slip uh, deeper and deeper uh, outside of the will of God, and I started really wanting just to leave and not have anything to do with anybody there at the church. And um, I would only show up to, like, certain things and then act like I had nothing, you know, like God didn't do anything for me. Or, you know, I was like, ah, this, that sermon's not for me, you know, it's just another sermon it's just I pretty much I just got used to going through the motions um so yeah I um I started you know kind of having some memories of when I was a kid and I was uh I was uh definitely a different person before I backslid I was uh, it's kind of odd. I was on fire for God. I was going to like literally every youth event, every every church service I could possibly go to. Like I was church one hundred percent. And mm-hmm. then 
you know, you have people that started making you feel like you're not important and stuff like that. And they started kind of just making fun of you. And because I was the butt of the joke a lot for people. And for somebody like me, that words do affect me. Um, it it did not feel good. It just it felt like I wasn't wanted. I was picked on, you know, and that's not that's not good for anybody. And um, so I would uh, the memories I remember um, having when I would like get in my car and I'd be heading home after my friends and I would go out to eat after we played volleyball. Um, I would sit in my car. Or my truck at the time, and I would kind of sit there, start my car, and just this wave of just, you know, all these memories of when I was a kid, like, you went from this to where you are now, and, um, and it hurt. It, it would hurt as much as you could possibly think, but I would sit in my car for five, ten minutes, and I would be crying because I just didn't think I'd actually get to this point and I got to a I guess you can kind of say it was a low point but um this happened a lot and uh one of the breaking points was um I was I was heading out to go to volleyball and um my parents told me they said hey we know you don't drink or anything but if you ever decide to start call us and we'll drive you home and that kind of shocked me. I was like, well, you guys know I, I will never drink. I actually know I'm never going to drink. I'm never going to smoke. I'm not, I'm not going to go that far, you know, because that's, that's a line I set, you know, and I wasn't getting close at all. And um, that, was, that was a breaking point for me that I realized that I had become something that else that I didn't even recognize anymore. And... Um, I graduated, I graduated Spex Howard, um, Todd and I are still best friends, um, and it was towards the end of 2017, I still had no idea what my calling was, I was actually, after that I was actually getting myself back into church, because um, Congress was that year uh, in, uh, in Indiana, Indianapolis' Congress, which was absolutely incredible um yeah, that's uh, what 2017 yeah that's the one yeah. that actually started getting me back in the that, church that was my very first congress that i went to actually wow that was my hang on, let me think it was my fourth that was my fourth <laughs> congress which is still crazy um but i went to that congress and those services started you know like god was moving and stuff like that and he kind of showed me again, like, hey, you goofed, like, really bad, you He's, know. You know, he started calling you. Yeah, he started calling me back, and that's why that, because um, you and I were talking about the whole prodigal son story. That's why it means a lot to me, because that's what it felt like. I felt like I was the, it was like that story was about me. Like, I just went and did my own thing, and and I'm like, I'm not good enough to come back. Like, he he won't take me back, and he was like, no, dude, come on, come on back. Yeah, I got you. It's fine. Come back to the family and stuff. And I started going back and then, um, the end of 2017 into 2018, I got a job working at our uh, YMCA that kind of put me on a really good path. Um, and then type A started coming to my church, which is now both of our church. 
And uh, I started hanging out with him. It some it was really the summer is when you and I really started hanging out. And um, yeah. And I will say that it's actually because of type A. I'm still in church, but it's also us clashing because we were butts to each other a lot. Hey, well, hey. I mean, it was really mutual. It was kind of just we just didn't listen to each other. But we kind of had this system, which a lot of people need to have is, you know, like like the we say the. Iron or yeah, iron, iron sharpeneth iron. Yeah, iron sharpeneth iron. And what we try to do is we try to strengthen each other. You know, granted we joke around with each other, but you know we mainly just try to lift each other up as much as we can. And um, we start hanging out a lot more. And I was like, I was talking to Taipei. I think it was one night, and I was like, I really want to know what my calling is. I was like, I have no clue. You know. And at this time, I was I started singing on the platform. I was doing media. Um, I was just doing just a hoshpotch of different things for, you know, while I was waiting for my calling, like how I said last week, uh, for some people who don't know what their calling is, just, you know, help out wherever ministry is. So that's what I was doing. That's kind of where my experience came from with um, figuring, or, you know, waiting for your calling is helping in ministry. And I was like, you know, I went through a whole year not real, you know, not knowing what my calling was. And then it was HYC, uh, it was our holiday youth convention in Kalamazoo in the end of 2019, where I was like, God was moving that first night. And I mean, I was hit hard. I mean, I was crying, I was travailing, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Well, not really screaming at the top of my lungs, but it felt like I was. Um, and I asked, I begged God to tell me what my calling was. And he told me it was this, it was the, it was the podcast. So I said, okay. And that's when Taipei and I started talking a little bit more about the podcast and actually, cause we've talked about like, oh yeah, let's, you know, Hey, that'd be cool if we started a podcast, you know, just a light little thing. Cause we're like, oh yeah, that, you know, we would come here and have a little conversation, but it wasn't until God actually told me hey, this is your calling that I've put on your life, you know? And, I mean, I just was shocked. I was like, all right, all right, I can do that. You know, I'm like, that's something I like to do, like, and that's what we talked about. And it's something I went to school for. And I um, I told Taipei, and he's like, all right, cool. And a lot of things happened that HYC. Um God moved so miraculously in those services. And I felt like Taipei and I felt like we were like sick. (laughs) Uh, But it wasn't until COVID happened where I started kind of losing sight of my, um, I'd say kind of losing sight of my, um, my call. Cause you know, it's kind of hard to do a podcast with somebody when you're technically not allowed to leave your house, you know? And I was like, all right, we'll figure out how I'm going to do this. And sure enough, things started opening up. Uh, this year has been, well, like everybody else's, it, this year has not been pretty good. Um, aside from all the other things that happen, you know, the other tragedies that's happened with everybody else, yeah, the um, 
the worst thing that's happened this year is uh, my grandpa on my dad's side, which is, uh, in my words, one of my best friends, because uh, I took care of him for seven years. Uh, he passed away, and in turn, God took that and kind of blessed me with uh, with a car and um, I guess kind of a kind of a job. And um, but the thing that really made me happy is the fact that we actually started this podcast. Like I've been wanting to start this forever. Type A knows I've been telling him we need to start this, we need to start this, and he's like, "Well, yeah, but there's some things we got to do." And COVID happened, and long story short, I answered the call that God put on me at the end of last year, and that's what we're, you know, trying to do is. You know, we talked about last week, you know, what the call is, but there's a there's a difference between knowing your calling, but not only knowing the calling, but also answering it and going the distance with it. And uh, it's really just something that a lot of people don't realize. Like, yes, you may have the calling, but everyone's got a calling like how like I said last week. With the scripture, many are called, but few are chosen. Yeah. And like we said last week, the fewer the chosen are the ones that are answering the call. And that's really what we have to do. I mean, that's really what this generation and every generation had to do mm-hmm. is answer the call. And I promise you, if you answer the call, you will not be disappointed. You will face trials and I'm not saying life is easy never is everybody faces a trial but when you come out of the trial and you come out stronger and you're still answering that call you will be blessed by it and you will bless others around you because whenever Taipei and I get notifications or at least I see the notifications from the Apostolic Spark um, page that we have on Instagram because I get notifications all the time from there people are liking our stuff it makes me feel good because it makes me happy that our message is reaching out to people and actually giving them something to listen to but also something to I guess hope for and kind of just understand hey I need to do this I need to do that but aside from that um, just know that once you find out your calling answer it don't don't wait so I want to I want to thank you guys for listening uh, answering the call will have two parts to this. Um, this is more or less a uh, an amazing testimony about how someone uh, through different circumstances um, ended up reaching God, and it it was difficult to get there. You had to go through some things. You, mm-hmm. you messed up. You made some mistakes, but you still ended up finding your way to God. God still called you, even though you left the ninety nine sheep. So. I want to thank you guys for listening, and you can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Red Circle, and our website. And thank you for listening to his testimony. Peace.